don't talk about enough, friendship. Friendship is crucial to our well-being, and I don't think that we realize what an art form it is. Hey, hey guys, welcome to the Flow Podcast. I'm Kelly Wolf, your humble host, and today we are going to talk about friendship. I asked everybody on my Instagram page a few weeks back if this is a topic that would be of interest, and it was a resounding yes, which completely makes sense to me because it's a resounding yes for me too. It is a topic that I think we often overlook and fail to recognize that it is an art form. Friendship is more complex than I think we often think about through our day. I saw this quote um, about friendship and it said, the best time to make friends is before you need them. Ethel Barrymore. And I was wondering, is Ethel Barrymore related to Drew Barrymore? I'm going to guess she's the mom or a grandma, but I'm not sure. Um, But I think Ethel was correct. The best time to make friends is before you need them. And really, I think the essence of that is to remember that friendship is um, something that you work on and that you put effort into and that I think a fatal flaw is to take it for granted. So Again, I just believe that this is not a topic of conversation very often, and it should be. And I think we've become this incredibly individualistic society that has pulled back from realizing the deep importance that connection plays in our life and historically really played in our survival. That was crucial to our survival. And I think we, you know, don't need somebody to go get pails of water right now, but it's just as important as it has always been. And before anybody decides that, you know, they're a person who doesn't need people or whatever, again, often when I'm talking, I want to give a broad concept instead of focusing on these harsh outlier ideas, which I don't mean harsh as in the person, I mean just the sides. So today we're going to talk about the middle (laughs) Um, and we're going to talk about the middle of what friendship means. So let me start with this idea of quantity over quality or quality over quantity. I believe deeply that anybody walking the planet needs a couple maybe a few good friends. And I'm talking about the kind of friend, and I ask people this a lot, you know, you guys probably know this about me, I move a lot. And I have often been in situations where I have to make friends in new places, um, and often have to make friends relatively quickly, because um, I have children, because I'm new in a neighborhood, because there's all kinds of different reasons. And so it's, I think, an art form that I have become quite, quite astute at. And it means a lot to me. My friends mean everything to me. Um, If you have listened to my things for a long time, I have a small but mighty family, but small. Um, I have one older brother and we are 
friendly, but we're not close. Um, there's no animosity. We're just not close. And my parents live far away. So really, I would argue that much of my uh, mental health, well-being, and even safety has come down to cultivating friendships in my life. And that's what they mean to me. So when I talk about this close circle, these are the ones that I'm saying you call when the you-know-what hits the fan. The people, or maybe it's one person, that you trust implicitly to show your complex sides to, to give them all the dirty business, to laugh with, to cry with. And do you know who those are in your life? And that's kind of probably who I want to focus on today. Um, I'm somebody who I feel blessed to call lots of people my friend. And I think that has come from uh, being all over the world, living all over the world and uh, really loving people and really caring about making those relationships work. So I do. I have a lot, a lot, a lot of friends, but I have a very, very, very small inner, inner, inner circle. And that's something that I think um, I would want to have us get into today in, in pieces and parts and that how we pour in to those few and that we don't assume that they are there without consequence no matter what happens unless you have established that with that individual. So let me give you an example. I have a dear friend and both of us are pretty wretched when it comes to calling. Just, okay, I'm going to talk to you about this in a minute later and, and what I feel about this for everybody else in terms of advice. Um, let me be your, your older sister here and tell you some stuff or at least save you money in therapy because <laughs> that might be my goal. But I have this great friend and both of us are terrible with calling. And I think one time we were on a trip, I think in Arizona, and we came across this gal who was making, he was painting pictures and she was painting these beautiful pictures of cactus. And my friend said, I'm your cactus friend. I want you to know that. She said, I want you to know that you don't have to call me all the time, check in with me all the time. I just want you to know. And she said, and I'm going to be that way too. So we can do that for each other. And I thought, you know what? That's all you have to say. You have to call it what it is. I think that's so important. And if somebody understands your modality, it's not your job to bend yourself into a pretzel to fit into somebody else's expectation of what um, a good friendship looks like. But it is your responsibility to say what you can and cannot do. Those are your personal boundaries. I have done both to uh, my detriment sometimes. Um, where I have tried to bend myself into another person's expectations of what friendship looks like instead of just saying, here's where I'm going to fall short in that expectation of yours. Or here's where I can really come up big, but I'm not going to come up big over here. And if that doesn't work for both parties, that is okay. You know, friendships are like marriages or, or, or romances in that some you might love, but eh, it's not going to work because there's just some fundamental things that aren't going to go together. The puzzle pieces aren't going to click. And for me in my life, one of those things is going to be 
I'm a bad caller. This is hilarious to most people because I spend so much time on the phone coaching, but that's also part of it. If I have been four hours of a day in coaching or podcasting, when I finish, I'm just so spent and I don't have any energy left and I don't want to then get on the phone again. But I think that can be really hard for somebody who is my friend. So I have to say that to people. I have to be clear. So here's where I'm going to save you money in therapy. There was a time, this was many years ago, good gracious, it was probably 10 years ago. Yes, I've been going to therapy for as long as I can remember. And you should too. I should, could too. I always change should to could. Do that in your life in general, guys. Just a little side nugget for you. Change all your shoulds to coulds and see what it feels like. So I was in therapy and I forget what I was talking about, but I was, you know, had my feelings hurt about friends or uh, my friends weren't, you know, calling me or I, my friend was mad at me for not calling them or I don't remember what exactly what the situation was. And this therapist said to me, well, do you tell your friends what you can and cannot do? Do you tell your friends that you're going to be a bad caller? Or do you tell people when you start a friendship that you're going to be a bad caller or that you don't always text back in a timely manner or that you don't always email back in a timely manner and that would they be open to a system with you? And I was like, say what? That felt so, I don't know. I was probably defensive at the time, but as I've learned over the years, she was absolutely right. Because if I begin a friendship and say to that person, I mean, I'm not talking about the very first date, y'all, the first hang. I'm talking about when you know that this is somebody that you want in your life. And it's very important for you to bring these things up to say, hey, I have had issues in my life of people getting hurt or you know, feeling certain ways about my communication style. So I just want you to know that this is how I operate. And if it's ever something that you're in your head about or feeling something about, please, here's my ask, my boundary, my permission to, to say something to me, to call me out on it, to shoot me a text and say, Hey, it's bothered me that I haven't heard back from you. And if you still didn't hear back from me, I'm an asshole. So I think that can be pretty clear. But if you give me the chance, chances are there's a really good reason for that. Um, So it's just important. Also, while we're on that topic, sometimes people who are the quieter friend, the one who never needs anything, these are people I want you to keep a close eye on because sometimes they might be grinding away at something And they don't want to, quote unquote, burden you with it. And that's why you're not hearing from them. But that's where communication just gets so crucial. And we cannot take for granted that friendships are key to your survival, key to your happiness, key to your longevity, I think I read, Um, key to so many important pieces of your life. And so to just go, eh, that'll take care of itself. Eh, that doesn't need my attention. That's like kind of going, well, I'll just drive my car forever and ever and ever, never change the oil, never um, have it worked on. Well, guess what? Eventually, guys, that car is just going to give out on you, period, end of story. So we have to put a little bit of focus and attention on things, and I think that's really important. Okay, so the next part of this is being vulnerable. So that's part of the 
open communication line, but then this is one step past that, which is I'm going to say almost pretty much everything that's really, really good in my life came because I was willing to get my heart broken, came because I was willing to put my heart on the line. I cared that much about it. And I knew that when I called my shot, I might get shot down and it's scary, but worth it. So whether it's my marriage or my friendships or work that I do, or even this writing process that I'm in, so much of it is so vulnerable, but it's also the best parts of my life. And friendships are absolutely in this category. If you want strong, good rich friendships, you're going to have to be vulnerable. I'm sorry, I hate to break it to you, but you're going to have to give a little bit of that soft belly, a little bit of you on your back for them to see that you are here to have your heart broken. And that shows the worthiness and it builds these connective tissues that are unbreakable. So being vulnerable to me is so crucial. And part of being vulnerable is knowing enough to say enough. I love you. I care. It hurt my feelings when this happened. It's hard when this happened. I love it when you do this. Putting yourself out there in friend relationships is a huge part of growing established relationships and building new ones. So I read this great thing the other day that was so perfect. And I think my friend Danny Roberts, shout out to my boy D from the real world. (laughs) It was on his Instagram. And I I think he wrote it. And if he didn't, he didn't put a a name of who did. But um, he said, people are not toxic. And he listed all these things. People could be depressed. They could be scared. They could be mentally ill. They could be varying different degrees. But that people at their nature are not toxic. And I thought, God, that is such a revelation and so true. And we have to keep that in mind and have deep empathy, deep compassion for the people in our life. And also... No, when your boundaries are continually pushed, when you consistently have a pit in your stomach in a relationship, when you consistently feel hurt or undermined or neglected or pushed aside or taken for granted, and, 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 and maybe you've gone through some of those previous things we talked about where you were vulnerable and you spoke up and you said your things, well, guess what? This might be time to wrap this sucker up because... If you've done some of those previous things and you don't see any shifts and you don't see any changes and you consistently have a pit in your stomach, then it might be time to reevaluate those relationships and to know that it is okay, that it is okay. You are not a collector. You don't have to keep every friendship you've ever had. Nobody does. And as we shift and change in life, so will our relationships and we need to check in on them and make sure that they are thriving, and make sure that they are taken care of, and make sure that we are taken care of inside of them. When and if you find yourself in a situation where it's time to leave a friendship, and I'm talking, guys, I'm talking about like a friend, not not a, an acquaintance, okay? But even then, I'd love for people to be more, you know, upfront and transparent. But listen, let's not nitpick. But If you need to break up or end a friendship, don't ghost people. Please don't ghost people because, well, there's a lot of reasons. Um, It shows some, you know, 
pieces of you that we might need to take care of. But, but also they end up on, uh, at, in my office often um, confused and conflicted and not understanding. So there's something important about being honest and saying something when things aren't working out. Now, when things are working out, but somebody thinks something's wrong, this is a different conversation. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about when you have come to the conclusion that a relationship is no longer healthy and good for you and possibly the other person, that you need to step up and cop to it. And if you don't want to say it, write it in a letter, but say it one way or the other. And you have the right to hold your boundaries. It's really, really important. So after that, we get into our trusted circle. Okay, this is your, you know, circle of two or three, those really, really close friendships and relationships. Your booze, your people. That was me clapping. And here's a little side note. So if you're me and you've moved a lot, <laughs> you have a lot of your, your inner circles are, are all over the place. They're not in one place. And I'm somebody who consistently likes to bring people together. You can pretty much ask anybody that knows me. I'm sure that they will confirm this, but I like to bring my people together. And I've been told that there are people in the world who, and this seems so foreign to me, which is hilarious because it's just not what I understand, but I think it doesn't, it's very real, that there are a lot of people who like to hold on to their friendships and they don't want to share. I'm the opposite. Like if I love my people, I want them all to know each other. It's just like nothing makes me happier. But I find myself sometimes when I'm in all these different places in the world, and especially now when we can't travel, that set up a Zoom hang with the people that don't even know each other. You know, your people, but they don't know each other. Set something up. Ask them to all bring a cup of tea. Spend 30 minutes together. Um, I've in the past had trips or I've put the work in to plan the trip and, and asked those people from my, all my different circles to come together. And you know what I love, you know what I love you guys so much. 99% of the time they become friends too. Gosh, that just makes my whole being light up. That is for, for, for a person who, who has to move a lot for a person with a very small family that is like, Oh, nothing is better than that. And I think I can say pretty unequivocally that that's what happens most of the time. So here's some simple things to remember in your friendships, okay? Simple things. Nobody get triggered on this, okay? Guys, just, this is important. Remember your people's birthdays. (laughs) For real, guys. Okay. Nobody's really using a paper calendar anymore that you needed to like transfer every year the information onto. So you kind of don't have an excuse to know to put repeat. And if you don't know how to do that, go look it up. It couldn't be easier. It's on your calendar. It says repeat every year. So you put in so-and-so's birthday and then repeat every year. So now you know, okay, for sure when their birthday is. You do not need to send people flowers or even gifts. And as a matter of fact, we're all coming into this great awareness that we don't need to be buying so much stuff constantly. And I recognize that. And if we do, maybe we can find some reusable, renewable things to send our friends um, or things that are really meaningful that, that matter. But sending a note or a text or a phone call on a birthday 
is really important and not to be taken lightly. So do that. Do that today. Make sure you have that on your list. I'm a big fan of just remembering people's birthdays in general. So for my closest closest, I usually do something, something meaningful. I'm a a gift sender, but I hope I mean meaning to be a thoughtful gift sender. And I do remember them. But I remember for a lot of people, but sometimes it might just be a text. But it's important. I believe it's important to remember death days. If somebody has lost a family member, I think you should put that in your calendar and reach out to them. And if for some reason that's impossible for you to do, and maybe somebody's lost their mother, then reach out to that friend on Mother's Day and send them a note, send them a text, tell them that you're thinking about them. These are the kinds of things that are very meaningful in a friendship, and they're just really important. And I think that they are becoming a dying art that we have forgotten to care for these things in a way. And I like to add a special little thing. And if you're somebody who feels like you've just got a lot on your plate and you can't remember all the things, you can. there's a little thing in most phones where you can put notes. So if you have your, your friend's card, you know, that has their phone number and address and whatever, you can put notes and you can put in their favorite things, little things that they've brought up in conversations, you know, little comments about like, a favorite cocktail or, or, or a favorite trip that they took or just some little things that you can bring back up. Or if you had a friend that said, oh my God, I went to the you know Caribbean one year and that was my best time I've ever had in my life. And if there's a day where they're having a bad day, maybe you screenshot a picture of the Caribbean and send it to them and say, here's to your happy place. You know, I wish I was there with you. So things like that are just really important. <laughs> And they don't take a lot of effort, but they matter. So if you feel like you don't trust your, your, your memory to hold on to these things, then put them somewhere where you won't forget. I'm a fan of randomness. So when it comes to my, my heart, my soul's sisters, soul brothers, <laughs> um, I like a random thing, you know, meaning... I might send a, just a random thing. It's not for a holiday. It's not for a birthday. It's not for a, a memory of something. It's just random as hell. Just to say, hey, I love you. That's it. You guys, though, think about it. Put yourself in that position and think about it for a minute. Isn't that the kind of friend you'd want to have? Somebody who just thinks about you and tells you that they're thinking about you. Now, here's one that is, is really big, really important. Listen. Good friends listen. That is crucial to having lasting, important friendships. And there are friends, and I might even be one of them, or depends on the friend actually, but I can end up being this person where I am a, I'm a listener and I love it and I'm super curious and I'm a question asker. And so, I, and I don't, it's, I'm like genuinely love it, <laughs> not doing it for any other reason, but there can be times where people might forget that they've talked the entire time and haven't asked me a question slash maybe people like me and I'll just give you a little insight there might be things that we've got going on that our way to defer the attention is to keep asking questions so I'm talking about your inner circle I'm not talking about I keep saying that but I just want to make it clear I'm talking about this inner inner circle so if you see that friend the one that never needs anything the one that is your sort of deep listening friend, the one that seems like they're good, good, good. Just be 
conscious of that and check in on them on occasion. And guess what? Chances are they probably are good. I mean, if I can attest to that, I, I actually am now most of the time in my life fairly decently good. I've done a lot of work and a lot of flow, um, but I tend to be okay. I also have a, an amazing partner and if I'm really in trouble, he's usually going to be my first, my first go-to. So most of the time it's fine, but just, you know, keep an eye on your steady eddies, I guess, is what I would recommend. And I feel like something that maybe we forget about sometimes in friendship is that when you have found yourself in a point of irritation or frustration or, you know, aggravation with somebody and you're kind of grinding away on it and you're now you've gone from the grind to looking for evidence, you know, so now you're like, Ooh, I'm going to go find where I can find evidence to support the thing I'm irritated by. Are they doing it to so-and-so? And is this who they are? And you're building this, this vibration in you. That's kind of trying to condemn this individual. And I think that we tend to do that to try to protect ourselves from getting hurt. But I also think that where we mess up is that we can, if we are feeling hurt, we need to speak up. We need to say something. However, there is a caveat. Probably not in the heat of the moment. Okay? Take a little time with it. Get clear on whatever the pattern is with somebody. So, with me, I've had friends in the past who've said, you know, I've called or texted and haven't heard back from you and it really hurts and I'm really sad and I asked this and that. And they were absolutely right because at that time in my life, I had been neglecting those things or thinking, oh, I'll just wait till this thing happens and get back to them and then time and time and time instead of just saying, I really want to get back and call you, but I can't right now, you know, instead of just being, being clear. But I think what I appreciated about those approaches were not coming at me in the heat of the moment with fire and and fury, but coming calm and saying, hey, this is where I am. And not only did those relationships get better and stronger, but man, it gave me an opportunity to really look at myself and go, wow, what am I prioritizing right now that, you know, one of my best friends could feel this way. So I think that's so, so crucial and so important for all of us to remember and here's finally some flow I want to give you when it comes to friendships when you are in a state of maybe looking at faults in friends or being irritated aggravated frustrated with a friend stop yourself for just a minute and keep that that's fair that's real and true and you can keep it but then I want you to in this category on the other side I'm like setting my hands in two places Write down or consider the things that you love and are grateful for about this particular friend. This might be a moment that you make an assessment about a friendship in general. I don't know. But before you just do the pile on of irritations, find first the things that you love and are grateful for. And what it's probably going to do is it's going to shift your energy into a more a place of grace instead of a place of anger. And when we reach out to people, our energy matters. I say this all the time. It is your job to have clean energy before you go into any discussion, meeting, um, argument. Clean your house first. Because if I'm clean in my energy, then I will be clear in my words. And it's really hard 
to question somebody when they're in clean energy because that's just the truth. That's the truth and they've done the work. So I'm telling you before you go into a situation where you're feeling worried or frustrated or angry, agitated, give it a little flow. Give it a little space to say, man, what is aggravating me? Okay, I got it. That's the finding part. Now I'm going to make a choice to look at the things I love and I appreciate about this friend and this relationship. And then I'm going to go and talk to them because that's where my energy is going to be at its cleanest and most clear. So there we go, folks. It's all about friendship and why and how it is so important in our lives and never to be taken for granted. And boy, do I feel like the luckiest girl in the world because I just have some of the best friends that I could ever imagine having. And that is like oxygen for me. And I'm just so grateful for them. So if you're listening, I love you. And go out there and send a note to somebody today. Send a text maybe to a friend you haven't talked to in a while. Check in on them. Just remind them that you're out there. And especially in these times of separation, it would make a lot of sense for us to put some extra energy into cultivating and maintaining and building our friendships. All right, you guys, may the flow be with you. I will see you next time. I'm sure you guys have noticed this, but I'm still not putting any ads on this podcast. That doesn't mean that I never will. It just means that I'm not doing it right now. And the way that you can help me out is to review, subscribe, and rate this podcast. It is so easy to do. It is so simple, I cannot even tell you. You go onto your podcast, you scroll all the way down to the bottom, especially if you're using Apple, and there's a little thing that says, put a review, give me five stars, because you know it's your girl. And then if you write a review, that's even like, boom, throws it up even higher. And obviously subscribing is so important. And then if you subscribe, you will see every time a new flow podcast comes out. And I think y'all have learned that I'm not here to overload your inbox. Um, I think we've made that clear. And if you just listen to my podcast, you know that it's because I'm not so super awesome at all that stuff. (laughs) So you don't have to worry about me in that department, but it would make me so happy. And I would be forever grateful if you would rate review and subscribe to the flow podcast. Have a great day.